0: We didn't plan a Gloria because we were outside today, so I know it feels a little strange because we're in here. Our scripture for today is found in Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 7. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They had found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He has risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So you guys, my dad's going to be here at the 930 service, and um, if y'all don't, maybe you'll see him on the way in. My dad did a great many things, taught me wonderful things when I was a kid, made a lot of good decisions when I was younger, but man, movies were his blind spot. That was in the days before you could pull out your phone and, and ask common sense media, what is the appropriate age to show my child this movie? Okay, that was before that. That's what I do if Anna says she wants to see something. Dad didn't have that. He had a very rudimentary, I think it was even before PG-13. Y'all remember those days? Some of you, and some of you are too young. Uh, But if my father saw a movie that he liked, he really wanted to share it with his children. He didn't always think about how old we were. So I was nine, maybe generously ten, when my father sat me and my sister down to watch the movie Alien. yes. (laughs) Does this explain so much about me right now? (laughs) And um, my father wouldn't know that someday common sense media would say um, 15 plus for alien. It said dated, but far too scary for young children. My father didn't quite understand that the thing that my sister and I were watching was my little pony right back then, not alien. But he did this one thing, and I have never forgotten that he did this. My sister and I talk about it to this day. Before he hit play on arguably the scariest movie I have ever seen, he leaned over and he looked both of us right in the eye and he said, Girls, I need you to remember one thing about this movie. The cat lives. The cat lives. Now, thinking about Holy Week, I'm thinking, what rating would we give this? Now, it's not on Common Sense Media, but I'd have to say it's way above a 15-plus because there were grown men, women who couldn't take it. It was that awful, far-exceeding Alien. Think about it. Imagine being one of the disciples and it's Passover. It's this time when you're thinking about God's miraculous salvation, his rescue of your people. You've just ate a kind of confusing meal with the man you think is the king, is the Messiah, the Savior. He's done some tender things. He's washed your feet. And now you're in a quiet olive grove. You often come here to pray and it's night and and the night noises are coming up and the disciples who are there, they begin to feel peace. Some of them so much, many of them so much that they fall asleep. But they're awakened with a start because of the most terrifying noises. It's the noises of metal, sharp metal, moving armies. And they begin to look, straining their eyes, opening them as wide as they could into the darkness down that path to see what is coming out of the dark and it turns out that what's coming out of the dark is their worst fear it is this mob of angry people bristling with weapons and they have so little and they they're coming for Jesus and the disciples like you and I would they try to fight back but Jesus stops them and they they feel so powerless as they just watch this mob tie him up, shove him roughly away. That was the last time many of them saw him alive. Some saw him just at a distance. Others heard him scream as they flogged him. Or as that one disciple who braved the cross as the Romans drove the nails through his flesh, heard him gasp as they sh- roughly put the cross into place. Darkest day ever. The sun went out, the earth shook, and Jesus died died he died that wasn't supposed to happen not him not the one who healed and forgave and brought people home not him but he died and some people they never met they came and they took the body they put it in a, a grave the sound of that Stone rolling over it was like the sound of every dream you've ever had dying. And the disciples were so terrified that they just found the the most inner room behind the most bolted and locked doors that they could and they hid in the dark. They didn't mind because their hearts were in darkness. You can imagine being one of those men where you're just hunched over shaking with sobs or just staring at the wall and that's how one night passed and the next and in the morning of a day nobody nobody wanted to see their eyes are red they're stinging in the midst of this some of the women in the group get up and they start to gather the spices step over somebody who has been able to sleep, they step around someone who's staring at the wall, they quietly go towards the grave. They can't even look at each other. Because to they look at each other in the eye, they're going to start crying again. So they just walk. And the sun's rising, but it doesn't touch the darkness in here the darkness that says this story is over and it's ended badly. And yet when they get to the tomb, the stone is rolled away. This was a stone so big it would have taken grown men. And so, of course, because this story is going so bad, they think the worst. They think grave robbers. Grave robbers. Now we have to find his body. But suddenly there are angels angels. Don't you know if you're one of those women, you're thinking, oh, the angels are going to tell us that we screwed up, that we, it's our fault that he died. But the angels are saying to them, don't be afraid. The story's not over. They say, Jesus is alive again. And the women are like, that's not how this story is going. they say, he's alive. Remember when he sat you down And he told you the most important part, how it would end. And the women look at each other and they say, I remember that. It was way back in Galilee. It was before any of this happened. And Jesus had sat them down and said, it's going to be bad. Really bad. I'm going to die. But on the third day, I will be alive again. They just hadn't remembered They hadn't believed it enough, and now they do because there's an empty grave. Jesus said this was the way the story was going to end, and they believe it. And suddenly, it doesn't stop on Friday. It's on Sunday, and if Sunday has come, then the world is transformed, and they run back to tell the disciples. We thought it was over. It's not. You guys, when my dad pressed play on Alien... All those many years ago, I had one thing to hold on to through the darkness. The cat lives. (laughs) Cats were my favorite animal. Me and my sister, we held our hands. We're like, at least the cat's going to make it. My dad was right. He'd seen the movie. He knew the cat made it. I have never watched Alien again in my life. Do not show it to me. Once is enough. Every single year, I come back here. I come back to this story. Why? Because this is the point where God tells us how it ends. Aren't you excited about that? How it ends. Jesus lives. You guys, are we not all in the middle of our story right now? I'm in the middle of mine You're in the middle of yours, and nobody can tell us what's around the next corner. Or when we turn the next page, what we're going to read on that page, if it's going to be good or it's going to be scary, we don't know. But Easter Sunday is where God tells us, hey, hold on through whatever the middle has to bring because it ends good. Not just for Jesus, but Jesus came back to say, not only am I alive, but because I'm alive, you are too. Because I'm alive, evil is beaten. Death is overcome. The bad guys don't win. And I come back here because I need to remember that on the darkest days of my story. And I think, I cannot hear another Word of bad news? Or you tell me I can't hear about one more of my friends or my family members suffering? Or I can't, I can't go to work not knowing one more day what's going to happen? That's when we need to remember Easter. And not stop in the middle. Not give up and say, well, this is all evil and this is all bad. No, God is bringing an ending. Not just an ending, and then it was over, but an ending. And so today I would like to tell you, like my father told me those many years ago, but better. One thing. And I want you to remember it. I know how your story ends. Jesus lives. And because he lives... You live. Because he lives, death is destroyed. Evil loses. So never stop in the middle. Have faith to keep going through Friday because Sunday is coming. Let's pray. God, we ask that you would help us on our hardest days, our hardest middle-of-the-story days, to lift our eyes and see your victory. That evil threw the worst it could at you, and you overcame it. And for all of us who come to stand by your side, you promise the same thing not that there won't be bad days, but that you've already told us the ending, and it's good. Amen.